It's October 27th, 2019. I'm Michael Gabriel, and you're listening to Run the Small World, a show in which I talk to friends about the joy of running, along with a lot of uh, Disney, Run Disney, and pretty much anything else that might come up. Um, so today, it's pretty late at night. It's almost 10 o'clock. Um, this morning, I ran the Loco Marathon in Newmarket, New Hampshire, um, and we'll talk about that later. But first, who are you, and how do I know you? I'm Matt Mock, and we met right after the Princess Marathon Weekend 2019 uh, when I was inquiring about costumes. Yeah. So what were you asking me about, just so people know? I was asking about um, how to make sure that they were okay for running. Yeah. And you ended up, uh, I like, I kind of gave you some thoughts and stuff, and you kind of messed around with that, and then you ended up doing a pretty cool costume for uh, Star Wars Weekend pretty soon after that that I think went over pretty well. Yeah, I did uh, Darth Elsa costumes, so I... I didn't go all in, but I went for, that was actually my second or third half marathon at that point. So running in a wig and lightsaber and all that fun stuff. But um, for the most part, it worked out pretty well. Yeah. And um, that was, so you said that was your second or third half, your third half maybe? Yeah, that was my my third. Okay. And the first one was Princess. So First was Princess. So did you do one in March right between or? Yeah, the weekend after princess mm-hmm. uh so i i had the flu going into the princess and i had pneumonia for the weekend after <laughs> and that was my so my first like non being sick was uh princess or sorry was star wars so um we're also both going to be doing wine and dine this coming weekend and we'll be talking about that later um you haven't been running for long i mean obviously you just did your first half earlier this year so how long have you been doing this now just over a year yeah so yeah. pretty cool. And so you have uh, a bunch of half marathons under your belt now um, and more. So you've done a bunch of recent stuff. What have you done? Yeah. So at the end of the year, I'll have uh, seven halves just for this year, um, some 5Ks. Uh, so I've, I've done Princess Weekend and Star Wars Weekend, and we'll be doing Wine and Dine. Um, and I also um, have paced for a 100-miler. And ran uh, the Vermont 50 uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, and I know you... Uh, so for the pacing, about how much of it did you pace for? 26 miles. Yeah, so uh, you so definitely jumped in. Yeah. yeah, You're still in your first year of like actual running, basically, and have done essentially a marathon uh, during somebody else's 100-miler. Uh, a whole bunch of halves, which is a lot. Yes. Um, and, uh, and then for the Vermont 50, you ran into some trouble, but... Still did quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, we did just over 37 miles. Um, felt really great. Uh, so all the training, all the nutrition work that went into it uh, ended up paying off. Um, so I ran 37 miles. Felt great the entire time. Um, ran into a little issue and we had some miscommunication. Uh, not just myself, but a handful of other people and ended up uh, ac- yeah, accidentally in our part getting pulled from the race. Um, due to missing a time for an aid station. Uh, so it was unfortunate. Um, but the good thing is that I knew I could run the, the rest of the race. I felt really good um, afterwards, uh, even that, that day. Uh, and just I th- it was a week and a half later was that I was able to, to do the 26 miles. So um, short recovery period. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like you've really especially taken to like the ultra stuff and that might be like your thing when it, when it yes. comes down to it. So. Yeah. I really um, found the, the what kind of got me into to running. Um, the 
my really good friend now, Steve Turner, is a ultra marathoner, and so I was kind of in from that from the start in the mindset, um, seeing him and and crewing uh, for him, and then ultimately pacing for him really got me into that scene. Uh, and then I found that I'm a lot better at those type of distances than I am being fast in the shorter stuff, and I really enjoy the whole environment. Um, and it's just crazy to, to tell people you're doing 50 miles or, you know, a hundred miles eventually. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and it, like you said, you know, cause you've been talking to people who are like pretty well known in that space, just, I guess, because of him and like, you know, getting yeah. connected to people, um, you seem to really like crewing and I can say like, you basically, you sort of crewed as much. I mean, I didn't really need to crew, but like yeah. you were there supporting me today and it was really awesome. Cause I've never actually like had support like that at a race. So at a, so it was really cool. Um, that's on top of the fact that you and your wife gave me a place to crash this weekend and you've been like driving me everywhere, like picked me up from the airport, took me to my race, stuck around there the whole time, brought me back. Like I, yeah, oh, that's it was, super it was grateful fun. for all of that. Um, but, but yeah, like on top of that, you were letting me, you were taking Instagram story stuff and I was able to populate my feed after the race with yes. it. So, uh, so that was a lot of fun because I generally don't have anything from mid race unless I decided, oh, I'm going to stop in this race. Like, uh, like my one from last month in um, Seattle or right outside yeah. Seattle. But. This was actually odd because I, other than a run Disney race, I was trying to think of one where I wasn't actively running, pacing or, mm-hmm. or crewing. So it was like trying to find stuff to do in there <laughs> as well. So that kept me entertained. Yeah. I mean, you always could have like gone back and just been like, Michael, rent a car and I take care of myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm glad you were there because uh, I can talk about the race some and it was really good to have somebody there. Um, so yeah, I went into this race. I know people like it's been a little bit since my last podcast episode and I was having some I think it was like right after my last marathon maybe. I don't I even remember when the last one was. Uh no, it was before. Um so my Seattle marathon like went pretty smoothly. I was feeling pretty decent. Did it slow. It was really um scenic and stuff, but uh but then like I had been a little bit inactive after that. Then I flew out to Egypt for a family trip and I packed more than enough to have like multiple runs there and then just the opportunity never happened like there either wasn't a safe place to run or when there was because we were in a different place the the schedule just didn't allow it Uh, so that was frustrating and then I got home and then I had food poisoning for a week so there was no running from that Uh, so then last weekend I ran the Atlanta 10 miler and it was fine like I you know took it at a comfortable pace and cruised through and then at the end I was like ooh, I'm definitely feeling this a little bit more than I should so um going into this race I knew it was going to be colder than I'm used to uh, and the forecast said it was going to rain, um, and the forecast was right, spoiler, <laughs> uh, sometime in the second half. So I dressed as best as I could. It was like shorts, uh, just a quick, like short sleeve under armor type thing. And then I, um, and then a light jacket. It was actually my New York city marathon jacket from 2015. And that was fantastic for the first half marathon and change until like 16. You saw me yeah, mile 16. Right 16 and I was doing great. And like, I intentionally went in doing proper Galloway method intervals. I decided on uh, five minutes running, one minute walking. Uh, and it worked great. Like my legs felt pretty much fresh. They were starting to get slightly heavy, but more or less fine. And then, uh, and it was really like, okay, I can maintain the same pace. They just feel a little bit heavier. Um, but my focus was really on like, look, I've got wine and nine next weekend and another marathon the weekend after that. And I've been kind of inactive. I just want to feel good at the end of the race so that I 
am going to be fine the next couple of weeks. And so I can do whatever slow pace that's necessary. Um, if people will know that this is, sounds a lot like how I handled my 50 miler last year. Uh, and you know, it worked, it worked really well. And then the rain started and it was kind of terrible. Um, cause you were standing around. So how was the rain for you? Yeah, it really, it was like right after you left the 60 mile, it started to pour and it felt colder at yeah. that point too. And it was just soaking nonstop rain. Uh, yeah. So, and you could tell the runners started to get more miserable <laughs> because everybody was getting just soaked. Yeah. And so I had it in my head that like, okay, I need to make sure I'm enjoying myself. I need to make sure I feel fine at the end. Uh, so I definitely slowed down, but uh, initially the slowdown wasn't like voluntary because, um, you know, suddenly the rain was coming down. It was really cold. My feet were wet and cold. My shoes were wet and cold. And so like the shoes were not like all the cushion was basically not doing its thing anymore. Uh, my feet were so cold that it, it started to like really hurt whenever I was just like hitting the ground just from collision to the ground. And so of course I slowed down, slowing down when your legs are wet and cold means that like your legs aren't heating themselves up as much. So my legs started to get colder and colder. Um, I started to get colder and colder. There was, after a while, I was soaked through on the inside of my jacket. Um, and while it was warmer on the inside of the jacket, it certainly wasn't warm. Um, my fingers started to get really cold, which I'm glad I had gloves at the start that I just threw in my pocket when I was done. So I threw them back on. So even when those gloves got soaked through, like it still felt better than without them. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, and I'm really thankful that I had my Atlanta Track Club hat on because I never got any water in my face. And that was great. Uh, it was just a godsend. Uh, but I kind of just, I ended up by the end, I switched my intervals to three and three, uh, just to take it easier. Uh, and then, you know, it was pretty slow towards that tail end and then, uh, eventually just like finished dancing and so on, had fun, got my medal. I feel good. I did everything right. I'm not sore now. I won't be sore tomorrow. Like I can probably run tomorrow evening when I'm home and carry that through the next two weeks. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Um, yeah, you definitely yeah. had fun coming across the finish line. Yeah, yeah so, I did. Uh, one of the few people that looked like they were still having fun <laughs> at that point. Yeah, it's it's definitely a thing I do, uh, is have fun at finish lines. Um, and that was, again, like, I say it on the show a lot, and I try and tell people on Instagram, is like, make sure you're enjoying yourself, because if you're going to keep doing the sport, it's going to be because you enjoy yourself. Like, it's not going to be because you got a good time. You can get a really good time and feel miserable and be like, you know what, I'm satisfied with that time, I'm done. If you have fun, you're probably going to keep doing it regardless of what your time was. So, um so especially when you have a thing where you're like, I'm not going to get a time I'm satisfied with, just make sure you have fun. Do what it takes to have fun. Think about what you can do to have fun. And so if that means dancing to the finish line, great. <laughs> um, uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, even if the announcer at the finish line said, because uh, he saw that I was from Atlanta, Georgia, and he goes, like, how about them dogs? Which is a UGA reference. I went to Georgia Tech. That's not cool with Georgia Tech graduates. So, no, um, But I wasn't going to correct him. <laughs> uh so yeah, that was pretty fun. That's pretty much the race in a nutshell. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. Um, so uh, before we really start talking about wine and dine, I wanted to ask a few things just like, I mean, we also, obviously you got started on Run Disney this year because you went to Princess. Yeah, that um, was my first one. And you, then you did Star Wars and you're doing this and then you're going to do Marathon Weekend. So you're going to have completed the, the full circuit full of Disney circuit. World races. Yes. Um, what got you to do Princess in the first place? That's a good question. I think it was coming off of trying to find um, a fun race and we had started to look and it, it was just the timing was right. Um, when we started to get into that where 
you want to sign up for races, like you kind of get into running. Mm -hmm. And we started trying to find races for the year. Uh, and we thought that we'd try it out, you know, run Disney. It looked like it was, it was something fun. Uh, and then once we signed up, then we started finding out more and more and more. And once I was there, totally hooked on just mm -hmm. the, the atmosphere and how, how much fun everybody was having um, and the event itself so so well put on. So Yeah, it, it's really amazing. Like, it's just a great experience. Um, so uh, obviously, you know, you mentioned earlier that we started talking because you were asking me on Instagram for advice on costumes. And uh, people do that from time to time. And, I, and people tend to, they start getting really creative and then I kind of put the brakes on that a little bit because I'm like, hey, look, you need to like have an idea of what kind of discomfort you can handle um, because I do my stuff. And if you try and replicate my stuff, you might drive yourself crazy because I have people who've done way more conservative. Like I know people who've done more conservative costumes than me and felt like they were dying. And so um, so that's part of why you said like you didn't go all out, but yes. like but it worked out. It was still fun. You had a good time. And then you probably, and then you registered, oh, I can do more than this. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and I think like my, my impression having seen that and just seeing your attitude towards costuming is like, as far as like people I know who do costumes, you're on the end of like kind of closer to my end of like, you can handle a lot for the costuming stuff. Yeah. It doesn't fun. bother me nearly as much. Um, you know, like even carrying a lightsaber, a lot of people don't want something, you know, like that. Um, doesn't bother me as as much like the wig i was getting so many people like that's gonna you how are you gonna mm -hmm. run with that it's gonna bother you it's and it's so that hot. bad for a lot of people and, yeah. it, and it is like didn't even notice it well so and i notice it when i run the wigs but it's like this would drive some people crazy i notice that this is definitely harder than without the wig yeah. like it's hot under there and the itchiness is not really a thing it's just like the no. heat more than anything i didn't even thing. get hot in mine um and i don't know were you running it hard yeah at points oh, okay. yeah yeah, that's what I think was most shocking. Huh. Um, but again, I was just coming off of like being sick and, and things oh. like that too. So I think I was more used to like being really hot when I was running. So it was probably hot. And I just didn't, yeah. didn't notice it. So. Um, but even so, I mean, maybe you just don't notice it that much. Like that's, yeah. a, that's a possibility too. Um, for me, it's more of a like, I notice how uncomfortable the wigs are and I just get th like through it without complaint because they add a lot of effect to the costume and it's possible that some parts of it don't bother you the way they bother me. And I just don't, I just deal with it. So, um, but anyways, like, uh, so, you know, we're talking about that. Um, we're about to talk about wine and nine before I talk about that. Um, just uh, cause I'm going to ask for like your thoughts and advice on like costumes and things that you're doing differently this time and stuff. Um, I just want to throw out to anybody who's listening to this. If you're going to be at wine and dine, if you're there and you see me, say hi. Like, it's not just like a, you're welcome to say hi thing. Like I would love for you to say hi. You just tell me who you are because I probably don't know you. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's like at the expo and the parks, um, at the post-race party, especially, uh, I'm going to try to be really on top of Instagram stories so that people have an idea of where I am at all times. And so like, you know, pay attention to the fact that like, I might not be where my story was an hour earlier so like but if you are like up to date on my story or like look at my most recent thing and you're like oh i'm right there message me and i can like hang around in a spot for a few minutes to say hi if you want to um i might intentionally try to see if uh there's a time during the post-race party where i can get a whole bunch of people to meet up somewhere and like maybe get a group photo or something like that um because i really want to hang out with people at the post-race party probably around midnight or so if you're interested in that just watch my Instagram account, um, and I'll post stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of my pre before we actually talk about the weekend. So 
given that, given that you've done two recent like freshen your memory run Disney weekends and you have this one coming in, like what are kind of your top thoughts as far as like things that you definitely wanted to make sure that you did going into this one advice for people who maybe haven't done one at all or haven't done one in a while and what you're doing potentially differently um, this time around. So, yeah. So some of the stuff we wanted to make sure is that we had enough time for the expo. Um, so we're not like doing the 5k this time because of our schedule coming in. Um, I think there's, there is a lot of the, the expo to take in and it is fun to like spend time there. Um, so I think allocating enough time to get to the expo. It's also, if you don't have your car, uh, it's not easy to get to the expo and then right to like a park. So make sure that you're thinking about that because mm-hmm. uh, it's only going to resorts back and forth or Disney Springs. So make sure that you're allocating enough time and you're not rushing in, grabbing your bib and then, then having to run uh, from there. So I think that's one thing. Um, also making sure that we're kind of pre-planning some of our our meetups with some of our run Disney friends that we've met through these already, mm-hmm. which are, are really fun. So we've been actively planning where we're going to be, what we're going to eat. Um, that was another thing that has kind of uh, previous run Disney events is I'm really sensitive what I have to eat before uh, a race. Mm-hmm. So finding what I needed to eat at the right times proved to take way too much time from our so this time we know what we need to eat and know where so that's going to cut off uh, a so lot more time so. related but an aside um you know what your wife have already gone down for the food and wine festival yes so you've already gotten an idea of what you like there what are things that people couldn't should not miss this during this festival that like off the top of your mind we really like the um empanada and the tostada i believe Mm-hmm. So um, in the like, it's Mexico and I think the Caribbean area. Mm-hmm. Um, those were were two of our our favorite stuff. Okay. Um, the the little impossible burger sliders that they have too. I, that um, is that the flame something. That is, where is it? That's over on near the. Uh, I'm trying to think near of the land. Yeah, near the yeah. land. Yeah, yeah. That's really good too. That, that was Flame something year. grill or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But that one, you can smell it. So just go with your nose. <laughs> so um, definitely wouldn't miss. Those were some of our favorite yeah. stuff. So as an aside, I'm a big fan of the Impossible Burger. Um, if you're a person who is like a meat eater, I am. Uh, and you're just curious, like give it a shot. Uh, yes. If, if you're curious and willing. Like I honestly, I think I pref- I like meat. I eat plenty of it. I think I actually prefer the Impossible Burger to ground beef burgers at this point. So yeah, because um, I, I agree on that. Yeah, because it like tastes good. basically as good, textures about right, and then I just don't feel gross afterwards. Yes. So uh, yeah. So um, sorry, I, I kind of like cut in on that. So yeah, you were talking about other stuff to that you're kind of focusing on. Yeah, just focusing on like what we're gonna do overall, what events we're gonna go to. Um, one thing that we've been doing when it's a run Disney weekend is we don't focus on the parks as much in, so that we don't get like stressed out. So for, for what it's worth, though, you also do go multiple times without going on run Disney weekends in the yeah, year. Yeah, we go quite a bit. Yeah. So, so some people, this is like your one trip for the year. You might just have yeah. to sacrifice being exhausted and, yes. and, and get your you know value out of the parks. But yeah, f- yeah, for us, since we do go, we try to make it more 
focused on the events and the people and the races. Uh, we do go to the parks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the Star Wars weekend, we hardly went to the parks. So this time we're going to go more actually, especially with Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. We tried to schedule stuff around that so that we, we can enjoy both. Cool. Um, that did remind me, uh, just as an aside, because I was mentioning where I was going to be. I'm also going to be at the Halloween party on Halloween. Um, so again, if you happen to be there, hit me up. Um, I'm going to be hanging out with some friends that I know through Run Disney stuff. So uh, and Instagram and whatnot. But uh, I'm always down to like at least... If nothing else, like it's not gonna hurt if you reach out. Like if we can manage to meet up, cool. If we can't, you're not in a, like neither of us is in a worse off position than before. Um, but uh, I'm probably not gonna get nearly enough sleep. I'd never get enough sleep. I'm not gonna get enough sleep on this trip either. And I threw in a Halloween the night before the first race just because. Uh, and I'm also driving early that the morning of Halloween, so it's just it's gonna be a mess. But uh, I'm always a mess those weekends. Yeah, it's uh, a rough weekend. Yeah. Any run Disney weekend means. No, yeah, not much sleep if you're gonna have fun and enjoy all the events. Yeah, I think general rule of thumb: if you get home feeling rested, you did your weekend wrong. Like yes. at a run Disney weekend, it's like you really like you should be exhausted. <laughs> yeah, and to like you had mentioned things, um, suggestions. I would say make sure that you're doing all the events, taking advantage of it, and also getting up early and get to the pre-race and mm-hmm. the corrals. Get to all of that stuff as early as you can because there's so much to take in and there's so many people. If you haven't done a Disney event before and you've just done local races, you are going to be overwhelmed with how many people are there. Mm -hmm. And your corrals fill up very quickly. The lines for everything get busy. So try to get on that first bus. And it is early, but get there. You have all the time to prepare and get ready for it and enjoy it. So. Cool. Um, do you want to say anything about costumes? I mean, whether you want to give away what your costumes are or just like things that you're doing differently this time or, you know. Yeah. So I'm uh, going to do two costumes, one for each race. So doing the 10K and the half, um, going a little more elaborate for the, the 10K um, because it is, it is less mileage. So I know I can <laughs> withstand a little bit more um, around that. And we also just kind of looked at the themes of Wine and Dine. So we did try to theme it um with the race in general so um, and i think you did a pretty good job i'm looking at the costumes right now so (laughs) yeah i'm excited um no if it rains i'm gonna have a lot of problems but uh hopefully no no rain you and everyone else and everybody's yes um but yeah this this time i did go a little more elaborate so trying a, a little different approach uh so we'll see on how they hold up i think that's the biggest question is how through six and 13 miles are they going to hold up? Uh, I was really impressed with how everything held up last time for 13. Yeah. So that that's probably my biggest question mark is just going through. And- I mean, obviously, like I have a lot of experience running costumes, but like sometimes there are surprises, but I don't see anything glaring as problematic in your costume. So that's I'm good. pretty optimistic that it'll they'll hold up well. Um, I know that I'm basically... We talked about discomfort. I'm probably going to be setting new records for myself as far as discomfort for costumes this time. It's going to be pretty rough, especially with how hot the forecast is looking. Um, Last year for Wine and Dine, I did Walt Disney in a suit, uh, and it rained, and it was hot, and I nearly fainted at the end. Uh, I am definitely going to go much slower given actually probably pretty comparable outfit um, on Sunday. So uh, we'll, we'll see what that 
looks like. Um, and the other two days are about as bad. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun, fun to see. It's going to be fun to see. I'm going to have great race pictures. Uh, this might end up being my slowest run Disney weekend, just because, like, combination of the shape I'm in plus the costumes. But I don't care. <laughs> That's the point. I think, yeah. I know you said this in the past, too, is if, if you're going there to PR and get the best time, it might not be the right race, because it's really around having yeah. fun. It's like, you can PR. I know people who have yeah. PR'd. I know people who have specifically gone out and... Boston qualified at the marathon in January, but it's like, look, you can do what you want with your time and money. And, you know, it's still probably a more enjoyable course, even if you're just running hard. But there's so much you're missing out on. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's not it's just not the choice I would make. Uh, <laughs> um, no, so, I agree. Yeah. There's uh, so much in there. That, I mean, that's the point. It's so different from a local race. Mm-hmm. There's so much entertainment. There's character stops. There's lots of cool people. So try to hit as much as you can. Yep. Um, and uh, you're you're also going to be at the party, uh, hopefully. I am. Sunday yes. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you and your wife both will be there. Yep, and we'll so both be there. Hopefully we'll hang out some while we're at that. Um, I'm trying to think about the, if there's anything else about the weekend to do. I think this is pretty straightforward. Um, I just, since I guess I didn't mention it, uh, I'm doing all three races. I'll be doing the 5K, 10K, and a half. Um, I'm bringing four costumes with me because of Halloween. Uh, pretty excited about that. Uh, I'm... Kind of interrupts because so tomorrow morning I'm flying home, then going to work, then I need to like get a quick run in, and then I still haven't like finished any of my costumes or Disney bounds. And as people know, I tend to do a Disney bound that matches my costume on race days, uh, and I need to finish all of that and somehow get sleep Monday and Tuesday so that come Wednesday when I finish work, like I'm already well rested, and that way when I leave like super early Thursday to drive down, I. I'm going into the weekend. That's what it's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday that I get no sleep. So like, yeah, it's going to be a rough time. It's going to be a rough time. Uh, So I, I don't think I could handle that if the first day was tomorrow. I mean, I, uh, one of the things I didn't mention, I think I put it in my Instagram post, but like, this is the very first time I've been so sleep deprived for a while. This is the very first race. Like I woke up and I was like kind of falling asleep in your, uh, like in your car on the way there. Uh, and that happens, like, you know, run Disney days, I'm, like, sort of falling asleep on the shuttle. But, like, adrenaline hits, and I'm awake, and then I'm awake the rest of the day. That never happened. This Like, I got to the race, and I was, like, passing. Like, I, I, like I'm sitting there running, and I'm like, wow, I'm sleepy while running and enjoying myself. And that is a weird situation. Like, n- running and being sleepy at the same time is a, it's a new yes. thing for me. And that is just, I think, a sign of how tired I am. Like... I basically couldn't stay awake on the car right here. And so I had to like take a nap and get some coffee and, and I'm not a big coffee drinker. Like I drink it every once in a while, but, uh, yeah, so that was a fun time, but I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm through it and it was still a net positive experience and I'm going to have a blast at wine and dine with anybody and everybody that I see. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to continue to work on convincing you and your wife to come to Disneyland Paris next year. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, the for that seed is, is definitely planted on that one. Yeah. You know, a, and I look uh, forward to wine and dine. I just hope that the TSA agents can be very gentle on the costumes and in the check baggage and such. So mm-hmm. let's hope that they all make it there. Oh, yeah. Um, we do have to fly down. So that is the biggest concern I think I have. Yeah, my car, I just have to work, do my best to make sure there is enough room for my friend Elizabeth's stuff in my car, too, because I have so much stuff I'm bringing down. Uh, and I never pack anything tightly because I don't want anything to break. And I always have props to carry with like most of my costumes and it's a whole thing. Um, 
yeah, these are definitely prop heavy costumes this year. Uh, um, nice. So that's going to be gonna fun. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Um, and I am definitely like prepared to uh, talk about it soon afterwards. So I will line somebody up for that. And hopefully it won't be nearly as long between this and the next episode. Like I'll try and get that nailed down really soon after. Um, so after Wine and Dine, what are you doing? Uh, I actually just looked at my race schedule uh, last week and I have a lot already so we have um, right after wine and dine I have a half marathon the next weekend and then I do have a break right now though I think even in the car today me and my wife were talking about maybe a 5k Mm -hmm. that we um, had a terrible experience in last year so maybe we can get a better was that Thanksgiving that's the yeah yeah, negative 10 degree (laughs) my eyes literally froze shut let's not hope for that then after that it's a, a break until which isn't a far break uh, till dopey so mm-hmm. i'll be doing dopey at marathon weekend and after that i the things i know i'm doing will be vermont 50 again i'll be running in that uh vermont 100 that is up in the air i'm either going to pace uh in that one and crew or i'm going to crew and run the 100k uh, so i i'm heavily leaning towards running the 100k on that and then w- most likely going to do the 100 miler that we just did a few weekends ago uh crewing and pacing for yeah. that as well so very cool very cool um yeah i, I really love like because people talk to me i mean november 1st uh so on sunday um we will be uh you know we'll be at wine and dine wine and dine half marathon happens the same day as new york city marathon new york city marathon was my first marathon and that was 2015 so this will mark november 1st was the sunday that year so Friday is, I guess, November 1st this year. So that'll be exactly four days since my first marathon, and I've now done 23 um, oh, across great. 15 states. <laughs> and so it's like, and so people are like, wow, you really got two. It's like, yeah, but like there are other people who do too. And so here you are, like within two years of starting running, you'll, have, you'll be potentially doing a 100 miler, right? Like, is that? Yeah, my goal is to do 100, not this coming year, so 2021. Okay. Well, so within three years, so like that's still yes. crazy. But yeah. 100k, so I'll, yeah. If I do a 50 and 100k in one year, that's a pretty big leap. So yeah, that's a pretty big leap. So um, yeah, it's funny because uh, today during the marathon, uh, there was a couple running the half, um, and I was like, "Oh, is this your first half?" And they're like, "Yeah, it is." I was like, "Well, good for you. Like, you look strong. You're doing well." And they're like, "Yeah, we're like really nervous." Um, and we just like we're chatting for just briefly for a few minutes. I was like, you know, who knows? Like, because they're like, well, have you, like, you look like you've done a bunch. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm doing the full marathon and I'm also doing one in two weeks. And this is my 10th one this year. And like, but I only did my first half marathon five years ago. So like, who knows? Maybe this will be you in five years. Yeah. You know, it's, you just really have no idea. Because when I did my first half, I did not intend to be a marathoner. And when I signed up for my first marathon, I did not intend to really be a marathoner. And then here I am. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just fun how much it clicks with some people. Yeah, I agree. And I never thought I'd even do a half marathon, mm-hmm. let alone anything or many half marathons. So, And having, I mean, again, like you've run a marathon. It just wasn't a marathon. Like yes, it was pacing right. somebody else's hundred, you know, and that's pretty awesome. So uh, cool. Um, do you have any other big things you want to chat about, talk about? No, I think those are it. I mean, it's just a lot coming up. Uh, exciting times. And we'll get to see each other again in Adobe in January. Yes. Because you'll be doing the Dopey Challenge, which is your first full. Yeah, so. Yeah, and first, obviously first Dopey, first yeah. marathon weekend. Really excited about that because it, it, it is a lot, but I think um, race day is so fun. So to have 
what, all those race days in a row is mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Like, yeah. that's- I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say, like, especially given the mileage you've already done, the hardest part is waking up that many days in a row. Yes. Like, that that's early. Always- it's rough. Um, it is rough. Uh, like that, that is the hardest part, especially cause like you can, if you want, you can take a nap after the races. Like it's, it's just waking up in the first place. That's, that's yes. really hard. So, yeah, I think even the ones I've done most of the, at least after the halves, usually a nap is involved before we're hitting the parks after that. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, thanks so much, Matt, for doing this. Thanks for coming out and experiencing some New Hampshire fall marathon weather. Yeah, and I got some pumpkin beer and I got a uh, I got some seafood and that was great. And uh, no, I mean, and it's gorgeous. The trees here, like, we don't have the colors down in Georgia yet, so or at least not in my area. Uh, and so it was really cool to see like actual leaves, the appropriate color for the season. Um, <laughs> I could have done with it being a little bit warmer, but, you know, I will forgive the state for that. Uh, it's not like I have to be here in negative 10 on Thanksgiving, so I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to plug? I have uh, my Instagram account that I do f- uh, update fairly frequently with both Disney and running. And I'll be, I usually cover each race pretty extensively with my stories and race recap, uh, gear used and things mm-hmm. like that, especially for the, the ultras. Uh, and that's at Mach 1 Studios, and that's M-O-C-K, Mach 1 Studios. Yeah, and I mean, of course, like, I think you're already tagged in my Instagram post from today about my race, and you'll be tagged again on the Instagram post that shows this, uh, um, like, for this podcast when it's up. Also, if you're just listening to this in your podcast feed and you can look at the show notes, I will have a link to your account there, too. So it should be pretty easy for people to find you. Um as usual, you can follow me if you're not somehow on Instagram, uh, but you are listening to this. I don't know that there's many people that that's true of. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Run the Small World, um, and uh, on Facebook, there's a Facebook page that's uh, Run the Small World. Uh, that I tend to be like pay a little bit less attention to that, but it's there. And if Facebook is your thing over Instagram, cool. Uh, so yeah, like thanks for listening, and tune in next time. It was funny when you asked why we started doing Run Disney. I I couldn't even remember. Yeah. Like, it's so... Like, why did we go choose Princess? I don't know. I remember getting a lot of questions. Why are you doing Princess Weekend? Like, you're a guy. I'm like, N- it's... Anybody can run Princess yeah. Weekend. It's not for princesses only. Well, I think about, like, so much of this stuff is pure serendipity. Like, you know, we've, I've talked endless times. You already know the story. Podcast listeners who've been listening for a little already know the story. But, like... You know, it was chance that I ended up, that a friend asked me to sign up for the New York City Marathon. Very much chance that I got in. If I hadn't gotten in, there's no way I would have gotten hooked to marathoning because I didn't have that intent. I, it wouldn't. It's not like if I didn't get in, I was going to sign up for another one. Like, I didn't care. Um, but then I got hooked and I was just like, what's another marathon? Didn't I see at some point that there's a Disney marathon? I didn't know what Run Disney was. I didn't know costumes. And so I just signed up for it, like, on a whim. And I was like, I haven't been to Disney World since I was 12. I'm going to go by myself for a week. And I did, and it was fun. And then I read in the race. I was like, oh, that was really fun. Oh my gosh, costumes. I need to go back. And then I like learned everything about Run Disney in the space of about two days after that. And I was like, oh, okay, I need to do all these races. And yeah. that was when I started talking people into signing up for Wine and Dine with me. And I did the challenge. And it's just been, and that's when I did costumes and people loved the costumes. And then it just like snowballed. And now I'm, here I am. And like people know me and it's really weird. Uh, and I love it. And I love like encouraging other people to do more running and um, and stuff. And, uh, you know, any of you, if you ever really like stuff on on the show, like, if anything helps you or whatever, like shoot me a message and say, so like it, 
you know, I'm like anybody else. I get in my own head sometimes and I'm like, oh, I'm just talking and wasting people's time. So if you appreciate it and you want me to keep doing this, like, let me know because I appreciate it. So it's, you're sort of like returning the favor <laughs> in that way. And um, and I know like I like it when I manage to reach out to somebody who does stuff that I like and I'm surprised that they appreciate it. And it's like, oh, cool. Like, no, no, no. People just like, you know, knowing that they've impacted you in a positive way. And um, and uh, and yeah, like also like if I've already helped in some ways or you like it and you have other stuff you'd like to hear me talk about, mention it to me and I'll see what I can do. Um, Especially at some point if I start to do more frequent episodes, but I don't think I'm up to that yet. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, uh, cool. That's fun. Great.